Good morning, auditors. This is the first attempt at doing the pre and post show on Horses in the Morning. So I'm about to call Jamie. Uh, so don't forget to stay around after you hear the music at the end because we'll have a topic we're talking about today. And obviously, I don't have to tell you how to find this because if you're listening to it, you have found this. So thank you for your support. Let's give Jamie a call. Hello. Good morning. For what it's worth, I made Chad watch the video last night. He is like, that is the best freaking idea. Which video? You talking to the auditors about oh. all the bonus stuff? It seemed to be. Well, we're being recorded right now for the auditors, so say hi. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, I thought it started next week. Oh, this is a test. This is a test, but I, everything seems to work, so they might get it, depending on uh, how we do. Um, it seemed to get a good response. Yeah, I know, it's a, such a great idea. Even Chad liked it. It's Chad approved. Even, it's Chad approved. Hey, uh, what got a good response was Wednesday show. <laughs> yeah, cow. add that to the best of. <laughs> I made him listen to it. Do you? When we got done, did you think we it was a great show? No. Me either. <laughs> I and then I listened back to it, which, by the way, I listened back to it to see how my you voice You never listened like, back. I know. Well, Chad wanted to hear it because I was like, I just keep getting messages about it. And I wanted to see how my voice came out like on top of yours, like layered yeah, on I didn't hear. Before. How did it work? Oh, it was fine. Um, you could hear you singing o- under me? Yeah, while you yeah. were talking about Dolly Parton, yeah. it was pretty funny because I was totally ignoring you. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> it was such a great story. Poor Dolly. And then, uh, <laughs> poor Dolly, she's probably proud. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So I, just, but I realized something. I'm louder than you. Yeah. Um, it's a problem with the system, and it was really bad in the last week. So I'm trying to adjust it today. Turn me down. Jeez, nobody yeah, needs that. I actually turned my gain up a little, and I'm turning you, your volume down a little. So uh, it was really bad the other day when I recorded something else, and I was just it basically couldn't be heard. I don't know what changed. Again, uh, you know, things seem to change on their own. So yeah. now if I talk right now, you talk. I'm talking right now. Yeah, this should is... be about even then. All right. Um, I mean, I sounded great. Don't yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you sounded much better than me. I was amazing. Yeah. That's what others said. They said, you sound amazing. And I'm, I'm here as fluff. Uh-huh. Sure. So do you remember to use your mute on the... I will work on it. Okay. Where is it? It'll Where become a it? habit after a while. Bank phone. That's camera. <clears throat> I don't know where it is. How do I, how do I mute? It's uh, the black screen right there. There's a white microphone-looking button. You just click on that. Oh, and it mutes. that's so easy. Okay, I'm going to mute it and blow my nose. Hold okay. <laughs> and Jamie's now blowing her nose. Blowing her nose. Did you hear that? No, I did not hear the nose blowing. All right. All right, today's show. Um, so you'll notice in the show notes I put in there... We're going to have to get good about doing this, about what we were talking about uh, pre-show. And what are we going to talk about after the show? You had a topic you wanted to talk. I did. Hold on. Where is it? What was it? A training thing? or? Oh, God. That's what it was. Let me see if I can find it. I'll write it in here. I see. I'm editing. <sighs> for the auditors, we actually use Google Sites. We build a separate page for each episode. It's our you know notes. what? You know what? 
anybody with no brain can post online that they're a fucking horse trainer, and it makes me crazy. <laughs> this nonsense that I'm going to read to you after the show, oh my god. So we're going to be talking, uh, discussing a horse trainer's post. Is what I will say. Okay. This is like a like a a trainer you would subscribe to and like pay for their online uni- system type thing. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it after the show. So on today, so what I'll do now, I'll come out. I'll do on the pre-show. Jamie and I were talking about blah, um, and then I'll, I'll finish that, and then you do on today's show. And I wrote it out there. Um, Then I have a bit of celebrity news. Uh, We'll do Daily Winnies. I tried to look ahead as far as like Facebook would allow me for birthdays into next week. Um, Ali, Jim, I actually asked Jennifer for this one when I saw the pictures went viral. So I will talk to him about his sculptures. I haven't looked at it. What is it? Um, Just scroll down. You'll see... These pictures went viral about the sculptures he made. Ooh, and, I haven't seen those, but they're pretty. In Montana. 39 of them. It wasn't just like four. He made 39 What is of that them. made out of? What's metal. Everything's metal. The I think the mains are chains, like bike chains and stuff. I think. Okay. And then. Uh, I should look at the show notes before we actually like are doing yes, our pre-show you meeting. You should do that. <laughs> Sorry. Um. I, I only have like one news story today because God, the news is depressing. Man, oh day are there a lot of horses dying everywhere from everything. Um, <clears throat> so, do you want to go? Oh, we, we have a special daily Winnie guest today. We do. We're having somebody come on during my daily Winnie. Okay, Chad, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Um, do you want to do it then, or do you want to have him come on after the guest? Because we have time. Um, I because the guest is at ten fifteen. He has to go do something. Okay. This morning, so that's why I was going to try to get it at the beginning. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Okay. So here's what we'll do. In the first, save all that news and all that nonsense, and I'm going to sit chat down, and you get to talk to him. Uh, when. We'll still do my daily right Winnie. Up, right after daily Winnie's, I'm just going to bring him on right afterward. Okay, we'll just save. S- don't do celebrity save, news or any of that. Yeah, we'll just, okay. save all of that. So we'll after. just do our opener, go to celebrity news. Let me rewrite the opener quick, too. Um, so there's something different I have to tell you for today that's kind of fun. Okay. We are not reading any really bad ads. We had eight or what? nine people send recordings in. So for the first time ever, it's all them. Oh, but I found one I have to read from a local sale I saved. Let me just do that one because it's a things. Oh, do we have a, did we ever get a sounder for things I've heard in Oklahoma? I don't think we ever did. I don't think so. The things I read in Oklahoma. What's Chad Tat talking about? I'm just putting it in the opener here. Um, he's gonna he's gonna ask you some questions about horses. Stop by, stops by to chat. Okay, let's just put that. Uh, and for the first time on really bad ads, the listeners read them all, and we give away the prize today too. So okay, 
I was hoping I would uh, I would get the list of the new prizes for February, but I haven't gotten those yet. Okay, so let's review. We're going to do. I'm yeah. coming out with what we took we talked about on the pre-show. Uh, then what we're going to talk about in the post-show, and then you're going to do the what's coming up on today's show. I'll go right into daily winnies, which mine won't take long. Then your daily winnie. Talk to Chad. Uh, go to Jim. We come out of Jim. Uh, we can just do a couple of news stories and then go into really bad ads. Oh. I have this audio too about Mark Mark Wahlberg being on Ellen. Can we play Mark Wahlberg on Ellen? Oh, he talks about he his daughter about? and horses. Do you have it? Yeah. Is it on video? It's a it's a let me let me send it to you. Email it though because I can't see the other computer. Okay. I was a little disorganized this morning, and you'll find out why when I do my daily winning. Yeah, sorry about last night. I don't know what the hell happened. That program would not work. I finally just connected through my phone direct. And it's never not worked before. I don't know. That was weird. I mean, I, well, even like, after you left, your service. Yeah, it but it couldn't dropping. get Kayla either, huh? No, it could just wouldn't work. So I finally had to just use my phone and do a Facebook Live direct. The name of the thing is Mark Wahlberg told a really funny story about getting a new dog, but I didn't even get to the dog thing. I mean, the first two minutes are him talking about his daughter and their horse. Well, why don't we put that as part of celebrity? I'll do my celebrity story, yeah. and then you say you have one too. Perfect. Let me you see. may have to cue it up. Let me let me check. Why am I not getting sound? Because mm. I didn't know you were here. This is a surprise. So. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Congrats on everything. I, I heard that you do the same thing every year. Is this for Christmas and New Year? That we're going to go to a new place, but How my far kids India? all have friends there. It's I, very safe. They kind of leave them to ourselves, so it's nice. Oh, that is nice. We had a little party for her in Barbados so she could have it with her friends, but then we had a... Jumping? Oh, she's in. She's jumping. Yeah, she's in. But like she what did she jump in? Bobby, yes. Oh, here we go. in Barbados so she could have it with her friends, but then we had a real party last week at home. Yeah to ourselves so it's nice oh that is nice yeah um and uh you i saw your daughter okay right there is into we get a little time to ourselves so it's nice okay got it perfect got it so i'll do my celebrity story then after after the guest i'll do and commercial i'll do my celebrity story we have a total saddle fit commercial we have three commercials actually we have to get in so so we'll come out of the guest do celebrities. And then we'll do the total saddle fit. We're going to really bad ads and I'll get the ovation commercial. Oh, I just got the loveliest note from Ruth McCormick. Well, I got to see her. She said, she sent me a photo of a chicken something. And I said, I love it. You know, she goes, it's funny that seeing this photo made me write to you. I've been meaning to tell you how fabulous you made me feel during my interview about riding at Devon this fall. I still get warm feelings when I think of it. All the Aww. best. That's nice. Ruth, we'll see you tomorrow or I think we see her Sunday. 
So that's just night. Like I, I like lay in bed with anxiety at night thinking of stupid things I said. So I'm, I, that's nice. That <laughs> oh, you there's been a few. <laughs> yeah. I've got like, and for both of us, I've been talking on the radio for 20 years, Glenn, <laughs> somewhere that you, I, there is definite screw ups. <laughs> All right, let's and do a show. And by the way, Robin said, don't censor me. So don't censor me. <laughs> so uh, let's do a show. He already told me not to, to stop cussing you guys. Backstory. <laughs> yeah, that worked. Um, let's do a show. Like Auditors, don't forget cool. that there's something after the show, too. Oh, God, and you're going to love it. <laughs> All right, 10 seconds. This is the point where I mute Jamie. This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. show before the horse lovers cruise <laughs> suckers <laughs> i am glenn the geek from ocala florida and i'm jamie jennings and i'm in norman oklahoma and you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for january 31st the longest this has been the longest january ever episode 2361 brought to you by kentucky performance products good morning horse friends Congratulations! You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. That was your first time hearing that one too, We're wasn't it? so fancy. Those are so nice. Good job. On the pre-show, Jamie and I were talking, well, she was swearing, I was talking. And in the post-show, Jamie and I will be discussing a horse trainer's post that she found that she was very pleased oh with. Oh, my God. <laughs> the pre- and post-show are now available to auditors. To become an auditor, just go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the right side of the page, you'll see the auditor banner, and for as little as $3 a month, you can get that extra content, Glenn too. Glenn wouldn't let me discuss, he, he doesn't really know, but depending on the the violent reaction that I had to this horse trainer's <laughs> post, he was like, we cannot put that on a regular no. show. <laughs> no. No. I might get phone calls. Strongly worded <laughs> letters. What are we doing on today's show? On today's show? Well, I've got a little surprise for you. My husband is going to come down and sit down and chat with you because he has questions. And I figure you're the one that has answers. Oh, good. That's so uh, good. <laughs> and we're going to find out the, uh, the introduce you to the artist between the 39 blue horse sculptures in Montana. I'm super excited. And really bad ads. Um, really bad ads is not going to be read by Glenn and I. Listeners no. have sent them all, although I did find one ridiculous one that I found last night that I will probably read. But anyway, that's what we're going to do today. Very good. Well, uh, first thing we do every day is this. Happy 
Well, uh, these birthdays, I looked as far ahead as I could because we're off next week, and I looked as far into next week as I could, and I know I'm still going to miss some auditors, so I am sorry. But what I did find was Patty Argenzio, Doreen Rose out of Long Island. Hi, Doreen. She's been, by the way, she's been an auditor since 2014. Uh, Alexis Wells and Biz Stam. So happy birthday to all of you. Biz, I don't even know if she's listening anymore. She's too busy running 100-mile races. She has nothing else to do but listen, Glenn. She runs 100 miles a day. It's craziness what she's doing. Just craziness. So, yeah, we we definitely uh, wish Biz, all of you a happy birthday. You. Run faster. I know. I know. How fast can you run when you're running 100 miles? I don't know. I don't want to know. I'll never find out. To <laughs> Me be either. Fair. <laughs> okay. Well, my daily Winnie goes out to my husband who asked me uh, a very, very poignant question about horses. And I thought I would let him uh, propose that question to you. So we had like three days of rain. So my horses actually had to stay in their stalls for approximately 30 hours. And they only usually come in once a day to eat and stand up while I'm riding them. And then they go back out. So it's a couple hours a day usually, but they had to come in for 30 hours because it was a, a nightmare. And, um, Chad asked me this question. So I, I'm going to, I have to leave. I have to give him the headphones and the microphone because we only have one. So I'm going to let him ask Glenn this question. Okay. And is this one horse guys, husband to another? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's really private in here. Clearly. <laughs> All right. Here he is. Hold on. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Chad. How are you? I'm good. Long time no talk. How's the uh, pilot business? May I, I, I'm seeing the world, I yeah? guess, one, one, one hotel room at a time. Can't Does it get complaining. boring flying those planes after doing the F- F-16s for so long? Oh, no. You're, you're so, so busy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't you just put it on, after you take off, don't, isn't it going on automatic pilot and you just never see anything till you land again? Uh, there's at least three buttons I have to push. <laughs> this is not an easy job. And no, with I, all of the now, see, you were supposed to ask me questions, but I got one more. With all the coronavirus <laughs> thing, are you guys hermetically sealed in the capsule up front? Oh no, we, we've got this really, really. Uh, we have all these notes. Uh, you know, I think actually we're canceling. Like on a serious note, I think we are actually canceling a couple flights into in and out of China right now. But oh really? The uh, uh, I, I don't think I get much past Midland, Texas at this point. So I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm you haven't graduated to China yet. Yeah, uh, not, not quite yet. It's like, how yeah, do we you? Don't, we don't really trust you outside of Texas. How do you stay awake for a flight to China? By the way. Oh man, I, they actually they have like this bunk, like you know, first class <laughs> is nice. Naps? But they, they have like this like uh, this like uh, MRI machine that's just like <laughs> hanging out above first class, and you just go crash out in there for a little while. But you have like three or four pilots, so it's, oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, you, you get to take turns uh, eating first-class meals and sleeping. So Have you had not, any interesting snow landings yet? Uh, y- you know, I, I did I did land in uh, Milwaukee not too long what? ago. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, that's that's Algonquin uh, for, for the good land. But uh, okay. uh, M- M- Milwaukee, uh, yeah, it was like a total sheet of ice in a blizzard with uh, 30 knot crosswinds. Yeah, no, this... The, the the winter is hit, so you you do have to stay awake. Okay, so I know we're uh, we're boring all the horse people, but I have to ask you this now. So you, you're coming down with the crosswinds. It affects. Does it? Uh, did it affect your little F sixteen more, or does it affect the big planes more? Uh, you know the the big planes actually a little bit more. So there's yeah. a lot more a uh, lot more surface area to get uh, thrown around there. But but it's also uh, it's 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 an easier 
And like you said, three buttons, you know, it, it's, it's just not that bad. As long as you, as long as you're paying attention up there and you're not just uh, completely out of it, 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 it's, it's very safe. So it's when, good. when do you become a captain for the second time? Uh, man, I, when can I be in charge of people again? They, they haven't let me out of Texas yet. So I don't know if I'm, <laughs> I, I could actually go up, uh, uh, yeah, you know, if I wanted to go up to New York or something like that, I could probably go do that here pretty quick. But uh, I think I'll, I think I'll stick around the home drone here. And uh, well, you're building a new just, house; just you just might wait. as well stay, huh? I yeah, know, so, you know, yeah. I like to hang out with the six-year-old and uh, and mama and and hey, take care of what one of these questions I might have for well, you. Well, you know, so. your wife has had nothing but good things to say about building a house. I. Uh, is there some sarcasm in there? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, because it's dripping. <laughs> <laughs> what questions do you have for me? Uh, man, I tell you. Uh, well, first off, I'm pretty happy the horses haven't gotten into the new home yet. So that I feel like we're staying on top of that. <laughs> Zeus uh, hasn't gotten in the new house yet? I, I, he did before we really, really committed to the electric fence out there. But uh, yeah, he uh, get, just gave him a chance. I think he got out yesterday because he he broke a panel. And yeah, he's he's still doing he the out. the usual. He jumped out of his uh his paddocks. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not even worth that's not even worth talking about. Okay. Anymore. That's just standard. oh, there's something more serious than Zeus. This would be good. I don't know if it's serious. It's just uh, it's just a thing. I, I, I so I, I did ask this question. As as a a guy who might be a, a horse husband, you know, as you put it there, I, I'm. We're we're driving back from. Uh, what were we picking out, honey? Like tile, stone, something. I I don't know. We were doing something for the house, uh, and we come back, and and it's just kind of the usual. Like I, I get out of the car, I start unloading some stuff, and Jamie, uh, she you know she jogs out to the to the ponies to go to go play and throw hay and go go pet the babies and all that and then uh. And she comes back and I'm like, oh, oh no, I, I, I've seen this look before where she's trying to, to, to break the news to me. And it and it's it's kind of like it's one of three things usually. But the uh, Zeus was still in his and actually he might have jumped out, but we got over that. Uh, it, it's like, well, uh, which one was it? Was it Groot or Drax? Because they look exactly the same. But one of the thoroughbreds, Groot. Uh, Funny about thoroughbreds. They all look the same. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They do. Uh the fact that I know what Bay is, is, is an improvement for me. But, uh, she goes like, well, uh, I, yeah, Groot's, Groot's like three, three legs. He's got good, three good legs. He might be completely lame on, on one leg. Uh, he was okay at the walk. You know, that's about it. I'm like, good Lord. Uh, and I've, I've, over the decades, I've learned that lame doesn't necessarily mean you got to put him down. So that's good. That sounds like a, a, a terrible thing to me, but usually uh, means a large vet bill, though. It, 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 yes, and that's you know I'm, I'm immediately going like, all right, don't don't talk money, don't talk money, don't talk money, and uh, and and she's she hasn't said the word vet yet, so that's good. But you know, <laughs> but I'm waiting for it, and uh, and I I just can't help myself. I I I, I hold off as long as I can, and I'm just. Wait, this, and, but then I found out Drax. Yeah, so I haven't said anything yet, and then and then I see her about ten minutes later, and she's like, "Ah, babe, the uh, turn." I think I figured out why why Groot's lame. And I'm like, "Oh, oh, here we go." And then it's like, "Yeah, it turns out Drax uh, Drax might have kicked him and then got kicked back because Drax is Drax is lame." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's it. I can't handle it anymore." And I'm just I asked the question. I'm sure many many individuals have asked over well, the years. Well, it's only but, one vet call. That's yeah, a good. Oh thing. boy, way to consolidate. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. That positive note. And I'm, I'm like, uh, I, it was a simple question. I'm just like, every time we leave the house, it's like, well, why do why do horses always 
hurt themselves? Why are they always hurt? How did how does how do these animals how have they ever survived? Why are they still on the on the planet? They, they, they get hurt the do they get hurt all the time? Yeah. That was basically well, my... Yes is the answer, because Nigel, at Funny You Ask, Jennifer's horse Nigel, uh, came up lame yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> And he's out by himself, so figure that out. I just I, will find any way they can to hurt themselves. I don't, it just, they just seem like, like it's like... like like they're in a china shop. I, I don't. I don't understand how they. They're, <laughs> you know, I, they're so fragile. It makes you wonder how these Olympic level horses. How the hell do they get that far <laughs> without hurting themselves? It's I'm a miracle. Sure, they have vets just on standby, and they must have like one in. Well, their, and I think uh, they go out by trailer. themselves, you know, and they're putting padded stalls. And anytime two horses, what I'm in my experience, anytime two horses are out together, one of them's hurt. Yeah. At any given moment. Yeah. So I, did I, she well, call the vet? I have to know. I, you know, I, she has not called the vet oh. yet. I, I, I think she saw it in my eyes. Maybe it was time <laughs> just to, maybe let's just hold off for a so second. So have you learned not to bring up the money thing when it comes to the vet? Uh, you, 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 I'm, I'm a numbers guy. I can't um, help it. Uh, I try really, really hard. How I long used have you been to married? immediately. Uh, yeah, good 10 years now. Yeah, so well, you're, uh, you're not going to learn then. You're, you're no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. But my, at least I, I try to, I, I hold off as long as I can. You know, it's so good. She has this high paying gig she does in the morning. I tell you what, without, without you, <laughs> the number of horses on this property are going to drop uh, tremendously. <laughs> it's good you but got she, a job. She did find a way, I think, to, to alleviate my, uh, my vet anxiety, if you want to call it that. But yeah. The, uh, she she is the master of distraction. Like and she does it in such a nice nice way. She she came up with uh, one this morning t- to distract me from the two lame horses out back. Which is, I you know I th- I think it's time we got a little more antibiotics for the uh, for the guinea pig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay. So right now we're insuring a dog that was lame that's not lame anymore. Uh, we we have we have two horses that are pretty much ready for the vet, and now and now we're going to get antibiotics from the guinea pig vet. So now I'm like I'm I'm swimming. I'm like I'm running circles, going like I don't even know where, wh- who's who's the priority right now. Are we going to? Uh, yeah. Be honest with me. She's not listening. So be honest with me. Are you really glad to fly away for three days at a time? Oh, getting away from this? No way. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chad. <laughs> for, I, By the I, way, I my answer is there's no hope. We're just screwed. That's my I answer. I don't see this going. In no, a it's not. No. No, no, <laughs> no. If you're looking Thank for me for for help, you'd got nothing. The, the positive thing is I, I I honestly do love my wife. I don't like leaving that much. but yeah, uh, She that, says that occasionally about you, too. So, oh, okay, occasionally. Occasionally, yeah, it depends on the day. Good. Now, now Zeus is—I'm not in love with that guy. <laughs> so, so flying away from from that problem doesn't hurt my. I always expect much. one of these days that Zeus is going to be back on the reservation, running free uh, with the other uh, wild horses. That you know that just makes good sense. <laughs> what? what why, why have we caged up this free animal for I know, so long? He just wants let, to be free. Just let give him, him what go, he wants. <laughs> Jamie, let him go. Let him be, let free. Him be free. Bye, Chad. <laughs> I'll go get my wife. Okay. See you guys. That's good. We can't do the show without her. No live shows next week, but we do have some content for you. There'll be a new Stacy Westfall episode and a new driving episode with Dr. Wendy. So there will be shows all next week and some new episodes, too. They'll just be in your feed and not in a live because I'll be on a cruise ship with, all, with 40 of our tr- great listeners. And now... 
we're gonna t- we're gonna call our. Did first- you give me divorce? <laughs> We might have talked about you a little. Um, So now we're going to talk to a guest that we have coming up. You've all seen the pictures of the blue horse sculptures in the field in Montana. They went viral. There are 39 of the metal sculptures that look as natural as a group of wild horses out there in the field. And on with us today, we have the sculptor of those horses, Jim Dolan. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you on. Well, thank you for inviting me. Are you in Montana now? I live near Bozeman, Montana. It's like about 60 miles north of Yellowstone. If we, everybody knows where Yellowstone is. Yep. Yep. And we know where Bozeman is, too. A lot of horses up that way. So, Oh, yeah. There's quite a few. So, obviously, you're a sculptor, but are you also a horse guy? Were you always a horse guy? Um, I had to about 10 years ago. My family had had a ranch, and we had used horses quite a bit my I have a little 10-acre place now, and my kids grew up and left one off of college, and all the horses grew old where I gave them away. So right now, I have no live horses on my place. Oh, I, no, live. no live ones. <laughs> he has metal ones, but so no live ones. So yeah, A lot of metal. <laughs> so, Jim, when did the sculpting thing start? Uh, back in the 60s. Next year's my 50th year full-time as a sculptor. Oh, wow. And I end up, I went to school in agriculture in college, master's in ag. I decided I wanted to be a, a sculptor more than I wanted to go back to the ranch or work for the USDA. So um, it's been a fun fun year. It's my 50th year coming up, so and full, you've, full-time. You've done hundreds of sculptures, right? I mean, large ones and small ones uh, and all kinds. Yeah, probably close to thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all metal, or do you work in other mediums too? No, uh, mostly metal. I've done some some with uh, fiberglass and a few other pieces, but my my main thing is is steel and stainless steel. So and I make some big ones. I've I've done. So I got some pieces over in Japan that were. Um, eagles that were 27 feet tall with 36 wow. foot wingspans. How do you put that on an airplane? <laughs> yeah, <Jeez. laughs> well, you know, you know, that 747 takes a space shuttle back to Florida from Texas. Uh-huh. I put on top of the 747 containerized boxes and then wow. shift over by, by ship. Then I reassemble it. And okay. I always hope I didn't make two left wings. <laughs> Just put an engine on that sucker. Yeah, just fly it over. Fly it on over. Jim, I have to ask you, before we get to the horse sculptures, what's the most unusual sculpture you were asked to do? Or weirdest, or just, you couldn't believe it? I I took a couple motorcycles apart and made this uh, 1300cc Yamaha Honda. Two engines, and it's got forks out the front, and I put a six-foot-tall orangutan on this. I have him pulling, pulling a wheelie, giving you the peace sign with a big American flag over the top of him. And that's the entrance to my, to my place on my road where I live. <laughs> I, I tell people that, that you, you see the first orangutan you pull in there. If you've seen the second orangutan, you've been smoking something. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now, where but, did the whole idea of doing? By the way, uh, the you know the pictures of your of, of these blue horses, the sculptures you did there in Montana, just went viral. That's where I saw it. I, this was shared thousands of times. Um, so, where did the idea to do this whole herd of horses come from? Well, I always yeah, I've been a horse since the '60s, and I. I always wanted to give a, a big piece back to the people of Montana who basically supported. I mean, Montana is almost the size of California, but we only, we have less than a million people. But so for an artist to make it, you know, a lot of it has to come from your home state. It was, it was my gifts, my thank yous to the people for, uh, for supporting me for 45 years. You, you did 39 of these things and they ain't small either. No, the, the the big ones are like seventeen hands high, and um, it's and about a third of them move with the wind. I have them on bearings so their heads go back and forth. Oh, cool! And then all the horses have poly black poly rope for manes and tail, and they they flow with the wind pretty well, and and that will last a long time. But we get pretty good winds up here, so it's. It's fun because they do move um, when we get a wind. Do you have them staked to the ground? I was wondering why they just don't fall over. Yeah, we took uh, some jackhammers up and drove some big, big stakes in the ground and then welded them to the to the bases of the of the horses. And then um, they're pretty much solid. I mean, wind's not going to take them down, but uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's right alongside a highway and. You know, it's it belongs. I, I gave them to the people of Montana, so everybody that basically has taken ownership, and um, people can walk up there and see the horses. And you know, we have to keep your eye open. I, there are rattlesnakes, so you have to, you know. <laughs> I pay mean, attention. it's it's in some rugged terrain. I can't imagine that moving all of these up there was any easy feat because it is a very rocky ground. You know, there's one horse that's laying down. I I feel like you should have put a pillow under it or something. I mean, sleeping <laughs> on the rocks. But it, I mean, this is this is no easy feat. I have to ask because I look at them, and and for metal sculptures that are painted, they just look so real. Just the expression on these horses' faces and the manes and tails. What are the manes and tails made out of? They look so luxurious. Yes. They're actually rope un- unraveled rope of a polyester rope, which will last a long time anywhere. But, but so, and I make them pretty long. So a lot of them are three foot long. So if they catch any little bit of wind, they'll show movement. Mm-hmm. And what's funny, these are uh, actually about 80 yards off the highway up on a hill and I couldn't, the highway department wouldn't move the road closer to the horses. So I <laughs> put them where I put them. You know, I, I asked, but they just said, no, and that's not going to happen. So but I put them there and, and actually we get, because the horses are lean and they're, they're long legged. And I may have, I did that on purpose. Uh, almost like, um, you know, like the, just lean horses. Cause most of Montana, you know, we have seven reservations. I, I want them to look more like like native horses, who are uh, they're, they're not they're not they're they're on the thin side, put it that way. Yeah. They don't overfeed their horses, 
So you always you always can count ribs on most most native horses, and that they're not not mistreated. They're just you know thin. Fit. So but we have people call the sheriff here once in a while, especially somebody's not from here, and say somebody's mistreating these horses. They're starving <laughs> up on the hillside. Oh my gosh, are you serious? So yeah, and it's 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 pretty funny. I mean, it's not funny for people call in. The sheriff has to explain and. And some of them actually argue with them. Say, no, no, we've seen them. They're, they're really thin. <laughs> they're moving around up there. I saw their hair blowing in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw pictures from the road. God, these things must be photographed every day a hundred times. Um, I saw pictures from the road, and from the distance, they do look like real horses. Now, they're blue, but from the distance, you kind of don't see that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's funny. Uh, well, I, I had to keep it an art piece, too, so... You know, I made them all blue, you know, so in the tails and manes are black and the legs are black, you know, from the knees down. And there's no white socks on them or anything. I, I want them all just to be this more of an art project with horses. And so that's that's kind of uh, how I did them. And they're so awesome. So how I'm long did it take you to make you. 39 horses in a metal? <laughs> <laughs> well, it took you about two years. In my studio, and I have a big, I have a big four thousand square foot studio with thirty foot ceilings and overhead cranes and forklift, and, and I did have full time help till last spring. And then finally, he decided that the winters in Montana were too tough, and he left and went to Arizona. So God I have love a part time college student that comes in and works with me, and and um, we've got you know the, the economy's good, so art's good, and it kind of follows that. You know, when the economy gets really bad, then we're out, you know, hunting coyotes, not to, for the hides to sell, but for the meat, you know. <laughs> You're starving to death. <laughs> starving to death. <laughs> well, I, but did, it, the horses were really fun. They were just, you know, these, at one time I had all 39 in my studio towards the end, and they're all facing towards the center like a big horseshoe. Oh, and I cool. usually start at six in the morning. So I came in with my bowl of oatmeal. I looked at all these horses, and they're all looking back at me. And I asked them, went around and put every nose in my bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> You're such a giver. I'm a, I'm a little, I could be a little eccentric, you know. <laughs> Did you ever? Um, so, my family yeah. says I'm really eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> so is this land yours? Is this state land? How well, did you decide to put it right is, here? One of my friends has, you know, quite a bit of acreage out there, and we talked about where to put them, and he says, well, look at look up my place here, and it worked perfect. And and basically, uh, you know, the land's still in his name, and we didn't give out the state of Montana or anything. And the horses I gave the people of Montana. So basically, it's an honor system between he and I and the people of Montana. It's awesome. If you give them to the state, then you do all kinds of different regulations. Yeah. You know, then they got to maintain them, and, and the state has their own problems. They don't need to try to maintain sculpture. So I go up, you know, usually in the summer, once every couple of weeks and straighten mains out and maybe touch up some blue paint and, you know, and, and, and we get people that walk up and see them. And, and there's a lot of pictures taken, a lot of people for their, um, for their wedding pictures go up there and take pictures. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is very with cool. The horses in the background. Did you ever imagine yeah. 50 years ago, you know, when you were in high school that you'd be a sculptor for a living and do pretty well at it? No, 
I mean, I went to school. I, I was going to be go back to a ranch and be a cowboy. That's what I wanted to do. But then I started doing the sculpting in, in high school, then in college. And I had a really good teacher, welding teacher in college. And I decided this sounds like a lot more fun than, you know, than working for the USDA or going back to the ranch. Yeah, so I just kept on. <laughs> Yeah, with a, a warm studio sure beats uh, wrangling cows in three feet of snow. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this is right great. Now we've, you, you guys probably have more snow than we do right now. No, I'm in Florida. in Florida. I'm in Florida. We don't have much snow. Oh, you're no. in Florida. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Gonna... We probably have more snow. <laughs> I thought it was Maryland here. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Jim. This has been great. Uh, it's blue, B-L-E-U, horses.com. If you want to see all the pictures and go to the website, I'm sure most of most of our, all of our listeners are horse people. They've seen these pictures across their Facebook feed, I'm sure. But congratulations on doing something good for the state. Well, and thank you. And uh, great work. Awesome. This is really cool. So beautiful. Thanks, Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Glenn and Janie, and thank you for uh, having me on your show. No problem. Take care. We're we're coming okay. to visit you Bye-bye. next time. Yeah, summer. Oh, yeah. Please do come. Yeah, we want a picture with you and the and the horses. <laughs> we could do that. We we always have we have people come for dinner, and all we do is put another another rock in the soup. That makes more okay. more soup. <laughs> I love stone soup, man. Montana favorite. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, I love him. He was a classic. Oh my gosh, that guy's great. How awesome! And and I, you know, I've seen one or two pictures, but if you actually Google Blue oh, there's Horse thousands. Montana, I mean, there's thousands of pictures, and they're. Ju- I mean, it looks like a herd of Mustangs up in the hills. I mean, it's just incredible. So he definitely has some massive You know, he didn't get paid for this. He did it, you know, just because he wanted to. So good for him. Good for him. Well, let's take a break. You know who wants to do something is Kentucky Performance Products wants to tell you about the terrific products. We're going to come back. We have some news. We have some celebrities in the news this time, and we're going to get to that. And then we have some really bad ads, and (laughs) they're all done by you. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. And you can find Kentucky Performance Products also on Facebook. Just search for Kentucky Performance Products. 
So when we, you know, you you, you know, I talked about uh, having to put down uh, Glory, our Greyhound here, what, a week or two ago? And we didn't go to our normal vet because it was nighttime and we were going early in the morning, like six o'clock in the morning. So we had to go to the emergency vet. So we went to the emergency vet over at the University of Kentucky, which we had never been to before. And once they figured out the situation, they were so nice there. Uh, Not the University of Kentucky, the University of Florida. Sorry. I don't know. I had the UK on the brain. So we went to the University Uh of Florida Emergency Medical Center there at the college. And they... uh, They basically said, you know, we're not going to charge you the normal call. We're just going to charge you the fee to have her put down. So they didn't even charge the normal call Um, because she said, well, we're really not doing anything here. You know, we're not checking her out. So uh, so I thought that was very nice. So it cost us like one hundred dollars by the way. Um, So I thought that was very nice. Well, in the mail yesterday, they actually sent us the paw print. So they did a paw print and clay, and they sent it to us with her name on it, with Glory's name on it. Um, and they just had a very nice card in there. And I thought, this is an emergency Whoa, vet you're clinic. You're getting me choked up right now. It's an what? emergency. It's not our regular vet. This was an emergency vet clinic that we went to. We'd seen them once, and they did the paw print. So I got choked up. Jeez. Aww. I was just starting to get over all of this, and then we got that in the mail. So I'm going to make a little shadow box. So I got her collar and that. And we're going to put a picture in it with her paw print. But that was so nice. Woo. I got to give them giving them a shout-out here to the University of Florida Emergency Medical Clinic. That was so nice of them to do. Gosh, that's incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I I can see a regular vet doing it, you know, if you've been taking your dog there for 10 years. But, you know, so yeah. for them to do that just shows it's a little bit. And they were so nice there, too. And they're all young. You know, they're at the college, right? So they were all pretty young, and they were just so nice when we were there, too. So I'm giving them a shout out. Uh, no. They're cool. It was a good. It was a good. It was a good thing that happened. All right. Now, before I get all choked up again, let's do some celebrity news. So, in the news, somebody got engaged. Do you know who that somebody Who's was? Getting married. Who is it? Uh daughter to one of the richest people in the world, Jennifer Gates. The daughter of Bill and Melinda got engaged to show jumper Niall Nasser. And he is out. uh, Well, he's born in Chicago. He was raised in Kuwait and he trained in Europe throughout his youth and and went down to Wellington, which I assume is where she met him. Uh, He will compete for Egypt this summer at the Olympics in Tokyo. And apparently one of their other pastimes beside doing horses together, because, you know, she has that little $15 million farm in Wellington, um, is they like to ski. And apparently he proposed on a ski slope on the side of a mountain and she said, he absolutely swept me off my feet this past weekend, surprising me in the most meaningful location over one of our many shared passions. So congratulations to the happy She's couple. She's currently in medical school? Yeah. Well, get this. So remember, she has like a $20 million farm in Wellington. Uh, and yeah. she reportedly, the couple were reportedly live in New York where Gates is currently in medical school. Her parents purchased a $5 million condo on Fifth Avenue that yeah, she yeah, lives yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, 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 
her dad's Bill Gates. Yeah. So what impresses me about this is that she feels the need to marry. Uh, she's going to marry some millionaire show jumper, and yet she's in medical school. Well, she doesn't have to go to medical I school. Think, Good for her. I, yeah, I think part of that is the the foundation, the the Gates Foundation, does a lot of work in the medical front, and I think that's from what I read. That's actually where she got her interest in doing medicine from. So, wow. and her that's mom. Really is, awesome. I mean, that's hard. There that's is a, a lot of work. There's a special on Netflix called Bill Gates Brain, I think it's called. Uh, and it's a special where this guy went and shadowed him. It's like three episodes long. Shadowed him at his home up there and shadowed the both of them, uh, Bill and Melinda, around the world on the, on the tremendous work that they're doing with the foundation. Everybody should watch it. It's amazing. It also shows you the thought process and how he thinks, which isn't like us, by the way. Um, of course not. <laughs> no, it's a little more advanced. But it's a fascinating uh, documentary, and I recommend anybody watch it. It is really good. Uh, but there, I can see why she went into that. But yeah, she wouldn't have to. Uh, but she is, and she's not living poor in New York either. So she's not in a no. dorm. Well, I, <laughs> nobody would expect her to be in a dorm. No. Yeah, I mean, she's... Bill Gates' daughter. But yeah. I mean, as somebody who could potentially do nothing, that's somebody who's doing something. Good for her. That's just awesome. And she's an amazing show jumper, too, from what I understand. Yeah. So, yeah. Way to go. All right. So, no, is it my turn? Or yeah, do you have it's your turn. No, that, that's, uh, that's all I have. Oh, okay. it accidentally closed. Uh, I'll see if I can find the spot. Okay, I think probably like almost like 155 or something. Okay. All right. Check it out. Do you need me to send it to you again? No, I have it. I'm just Okay, so um, just in case you didn't love Marky Mark already, which is what I call Mark Wahlberg because that's the age I'm at. Marky Mark has a family and he has a daughter and she um, she loves horses and he's like a horse dad. And I just thought it was really interesting to hear him talk to Ellen about being a horse dad because Ellen is a horse wife because Porsche rides. So I just I it, you could tell she like kind of knew some of the right questions to ask. Like, But anyway, here it is. If we can play it on time. This is Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg talking to Ellen about his daughter's horse is into horses. I saw a picture yes. of her. She's 10? She turned 10, yes. Okay. So we had a little party for her in Barbados so she could have it with her friends, but then we had a real party last week at home. Yeah. Now, expensive, expensive, uh, it's an expensive, expensive hobby. hobby. Yes. Yeah. Hobby. It's a I very, it's how more like a career for her, but do you think it is going to be a career? Is she jumping? Oh, she's in, she's jumping. Yeah, she's in, but she what got is she a, jumping. What height? Uh, hope, you know what? I mean, right now it's like that, Yeah. but you know, she's got the dog on a leash making the dog jump. She's like, Everything revolves around horses. Right. That's Daisy May, her horse. But uh, she wanted to go to the tax store for her birthday, and she had gotten a gift, a gift certificate for a friend, and then we said we'd match it. And I thought, okay, this is good. She could kind of add up what things cost and, you know, learn some <laughs> financial responsibility. Her and my wife were just throwing everything in the carts. It was like, you know, you get everything you can grab for an hour for free. I mean, mm -hmm. they thought it was one of those deals. So she went way over the budget. But um, she loves it. And it's one of those things where I think it's a great distraction from boys and all that stuff. She's like, she's shoveling. She takes care of the horse. The horse lives better than me, by the way. Yeah. No. He gets all the love. If I get a hug or a kiss every once in a while, I'm lucky. Meanwhile, you know, she's like 
And that's her horse? Yes, she owns the horse. Yeah. You should get, for our nieces, we gave them jumps in the yard so they can actually run and jump and do the jumps like horses do. Yeah. Do you have that for them? She's turned the whole playroom. The boys aren't even allowed in there anymore. She's made <laughs> jumps out of boxes, broomsticks, whatever she can use. You Hockey have- net got, the soccer net got destroyed. Turned into uh, jumping boards. You have money. Buy the jumps that I'm talking about. Um, I'm worried about the lawn. I never had a lawn. I never had a lawn. And Literally. S- yeah, and so now you do. Yeah, so I want to protect the lawn. I want to protect. You got the a lawn. dog. The dog's going to destroy that lawn. No, he's this big. It's like that was it, one of the things when I saw the guy who had the Pomeranian. I was like, oh, how big does that dog get? And he said, well, this is full grown. And I said. And I said, how big is the poop? He said, it's like a little Tootsie Roll. I said, I I can manage that. (laughs) So I I agreed. It's a tiny little Pomeranian. God, I didn't see him with a Pomeranian, did you? No, but when he talks about it, it's just he's such like a city guy. And for him to be talking about his daughter and horses and like getting a dog with Tootsie Roll poops, like, oh my God. And I love a millionaire when they talk about how expensive it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just love the uh, the daughter and the wife in the yeah. tax store just throwing. It's like one of those one of those games where how, you have five minutes in the grocery store. Like, what can you get? Uh, and uh, you know, Ellen knows a little bit about buying fifty million dollar farms for the horses. Yeah, yeah. And she has horses and dogs, yeah. so I get it. I get it. It was awesome. All right, I have one other news story, and then we're going to do some really well. We're not going to do any really bad ads. The listeners are going to do some really bad ads. There's a lady by the name of Polly Vacker, and she lives in England. And she, it, she what reminded me of this story was talking to Chad earlier. She is a pilot, and I mean a serious pilot. She's been a pilot all her life. She's now 76 years old. She is an adventure pilot. She has flown solo all over the polar regions, north and south. She circumnavigated the world in a single-engine Piper plane. Those little tiny ones. Wow. Um, in 2007, 2007, she did her last major trip in a, as a pilot, and she flew to every airport in Britain, all 221 airfields. She flew to every one in succession and landed and took off at every one. It was kind of thing was she, she wanted being to gassed? do. What? Yeah, she just wanted to land at every airport in Britain. I don't know if that ever been done before. Well, a year ago, this she was 76, and she was forced to retire because she had surgery to improve her eyesight, and it went wrong, leaving her blind in her right eye, and she couldn't fly anymore, and apparently she was very depressed. She, she just, you know, flying was her life. She'd done all this amazing stuff flying. I think Chad would miss it, too, if he couldn't, right? Oh, yeah. so, so she said, it was a real shock. I'm usually a very positive person. I was trying very hard to be positive, but I was having a bad time. I couldn't read, and I was having eye drops 24-7, and all I could do was sit there and feel awful. And then she thought about her, her, her pair called Wizard and Muffin. That's right, Wizard and Muffin. They are out there in her yard, and she decided that she's going to take her two donkeys, Wizard and Muffin, on a trip. So she's going to do a 200-mile trip around England with uh, with them pulling a cart. Uh, they weren't even halter broke when she got them. So she has... Uh, taught them to drive she taught them everything and they're going to take these two donkeys around the the country and on her 200 mile trip and she's been preparing for that and getting excited and she said she's finally excited about living again it's called dunkathon 
She's calling it a dunkathon. She's actually raising money for charity. Uh, she's made special rugs for them, made out of high visibility stuff, and, and she's ready to go. And at the age of seventy six, is this your she's, happy story or your celebrity story? This is just a happy story. I wanted to leave you guys with this week uh, something that was tragedy that was cured by a couple of donkeys. But so. by the way, can I just touch base on let's 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 revisit let's back up to my husband talking about being a pilot and how yes. much he just thinks it's not a big deal i know it's like flying a big airplane full of hundreds of people yeah eh, i guess that's how you want your pilot to think it's like the easiest job in the world because apparently there are some pilots that don't have the same kind of thing like hey you know he's like guys that flew fighters we were always just trying not to get shot and to shoot people you know and and here like He's like a giant, it's like a giant bus. I just launch it into the sky and lay, and, and I'm like, babe, it is, there is more to it than that. Anybody would do it if it was as easy as you said it was. But then I start thinking, I guess I want him to think it's that easy. I don't know. <laughs> it's really stressful either. hearing him talk. And I would like to point out that it's 2020. We met in 2008. He's been a pilot the entire time I've met him and known him. And I've never flown in a plane with them ever. Okay. That's right. Never Cause they, they, the air force or the, the air force wouldn't allow you to, t him to take you up. Right. So uh, no, why no. would these, it's like $30 million. You know, I was like, <laughs> why, why would they waste, you know, the space with me? So, um, on the 16th of February, I am driving down to Dallas and I'm going to get in a plane and I'm going to fly to Wichita, Kansas, a very exotic location. <laughs> And spend the day in Wichita, and Chad is going to be flying me from Dallas to Wichita and Wichita to Dallas, and Lucas too. So the whole Yay. family is getting in a plane. I think you're going to get to see the pilot place in the front. I'm. I'm telling you, I. There's part of me. There's a small part of me that doesn't believe he's actually a pilot. So <laughs> after all this time, I still there. He's like, I used to fly over you. I'm like, that could have been anybody. <laughs> and he's like, what do you, where do you think I go? I'm like, you could be a flight attendant. <laughs> I don't know. So there's still just this tiny part of me that maybe thinks he's not a pilot. So I'm going to find out. For oh, sure. you know, it's coming over to loudspeaker and your name's going to be called, right? February 16th. <laughs> it, I'm going to, I'll Facebook live it. Like, okay, my husband is not a pilot. He's a flight attendant or he is actually in the cockpit. Pushing buttons. <laughs> well, you know, that same day, I got called for jury duty. So February 17th? Yes. Oh, good. I got oh. jury duty that day. So there we go. Fun, fun. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Get the <laughs> so, day off. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I need that day off. Let's Sorry. hear from Ovation. Horse people know that they can count on Ovation's value, quality, and style when it comes to hard-wearing schooling attire affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top-of-the-line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half chaps, Ovation is the premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store, or go online to OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward, affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com
Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, and this week's Really Bad Ads are brought to you by you, because you did them all, but also, Total Saddle Fit, are you still using your stability stirrup leathers? I I, I don't want to be overdramatic, but like, I might be dead without them. <laughs> I have, I'm picking up a new, a new horse today, by the way, a new horse and hound rescue, uh, is coming in for training today. I, t- I took a week off for the flu. Um, and then, uh, but I, the, one of the ones I got was like a total bucker. I mean, and they, they tell me all these, like, oh, he's been returned because he bucked. I swear to God, Glenn, that thing saved my life. Those stirrup leathers. Any sort of uh, crazy, weird thing happens, you're just so much more secure with these stirrup leathers. Um, Also, my dressage, like, I can sit the trot on a thoroughbred. It just makes... Why does it make a difference? It's black magic, Glenn. (laughs) There's some sort of magical something that happened. I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, so there's a wide body design that brings like more stability to your leg. It's just more contact, I think with your leg and the saddle. So it gives it just that much more stability, but they're also thinner. So it feels like there's no leathers underneath your leg and the material is really sticky. And uh, here's the thing. Um, they, they, this is what I like about it is they are guaranteed to improve your ride or they'll pay shipping both ways. I actually just bought something and it came in too big and I had to send it back, not from total saddle fit. And it was going to cost me $25 to mm. ship it back. Yeah. And then you go, like, Oh, is it worth the that? The whole yeah. thing was eight. It was a dog blanket. It was like $8. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'll just buy another one for less. So anyway, that's what I like about them is you buy it. They like they know you're gonna like it, and if they don't, if you don't like it, and you're like, mm, I don't think so, which you won't do, but they'll pay the shipping both ways, so you don't have to ship it back. There's there's just nothing out of your pocket if you don't like it. You can go to totalsaddlefit.com uh, to check it out and get your pair now. They've received all sorts of awesome stuff. So totalsaddlefit.com. And if you don't believe Jamie, uh, the auditor room had a whole conversation about these the other day. Somebody asked if they were really worth it, and there were about 20 comments of people that had bought them that said they were really worth it. Oh, so, God. Because, yeah. I mean, whatever. They're totally worth it. And they're so easy to adjust because it's really good leather. And, I mean, how many times do you, like, heave down on your your, your stirrup leather to be able to adjust your stirrups? You're like, pull! And finally it comes out just a little bit, and you can, like, wiggle it up a hole or something. This one, it just pulls right out, adjust it, pull it right back in. It's so easy. So, anyway, that's enough about that. You All right, let's do some really bad it. ads. Hey, I found one last night. I was. I oh, was by looking. the way, let me just mention what? we're giving away the box of crap today at the end of really bad ads too. So somebody's going to be a winner today. 
Stick around. Um, I was looking online at, I was looking for auctions in Oklahoma for some furniture, but I found a horse auction and, you know, I had to get in on that and read about (laughs) it. Did you even find a furniture auction, honestly? No, No. (laughs) I just read horses for sale and there was some really interesting things, but this one stuck out to me and um, actually I really want it. Um, I think it's next Saturday. Thank God I can't go to the sale. Um, But it says, and I read this to Chad and he didn't get it. And took him a minute. This good-natured gray gelding is one that anyone could enjoy. He's been a 74-year-old man's horse for many, many years. He's... <laughs> okay. Guy's been 74 just... for a long time. Thank you! I was like, do they just get a new 74-year-old every year to ride him? Or is it like the guy just doesn't age? Like, what the hell? And then I got like, it. Okay. you're you Because the next sentence is, he's one hand broke. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? And that's what Chad thought. I was like, no, no, no. One hand broke is strange. Does but it's even smacked a lot? That's what I thought that, right away. He smacks the horse seven, a lot? I don't know. 74-year-old man has been riding this horse for many, many years. <laughs> okay. I just had to read that to you. I thought you'd like okay. that. Well, the rest of these are from our listeners. So let's have some fun today. It's the first time this has ever happened. Hey, this is Scott with a bad ad from the Danville, Virginia Craigslist titled A Walking Horse Mare, $1,000, Hillsville, Virginia. And it reads, TWH Mare for Sale. She is well broke and gentle as can be. Stands to be tacked up and loads good. She is 10 years old and about 15.3 hands. Does okay with Farrier. Asking $1,000 or best offer also open to trade. Go grab that one up and stuff. (laughs) And... (laughs) And stuff. <laughs> and stuff. Thank you, Scott. Tammy, you did the next one. Hey, guys. It's Tammy in Kansas. This is a really bad ad. Christmas special. Always <laughs> intended to get him broke to ride, but it didn't get done. Oh, God. Hold your broke only. Eight years old. Around 13 hands and needs gelding. Has a nice gait. Just been running the pasture with all the horses. Has good feet, I think. He sure would make a nice jumping pony. (laughs) Because he jumps out of the fence all the time. How do you know that? (laughs) By the way, what we were talking about with Chad earlier, you put two horses out together, they're both lame, right? Um, This guy never got hurt in his entire life. He's fine. (laughs) No, that's the kind of horse. Like, I both my riding horses... They got in a fight with each other and they kicked each other's asses. And so now Groot has this whole like giant like lacerate. Not it's it's not deep, thank God. It's just like it was like the hide was scraped off the inside, of course, is super swollen. And then Drax on the front leg got kicked and it's super swollen, not super deep. Just Okay, just this is supposed to be the funny part. This is take a deep breath. Well, here's the thing. And at one point I come out and I'm like, why is Zeus in the pasture? <laughs> He knocked on the top rail and jumped out. Just jumped out. Hashtag damn it, Zeus. That's probably why the two got in a fight. He probably did it to both of them. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> By the way, this guy, why didn't they geld him? Why is it always the other person's responsibility to geld the horse you own? Why is there an untrained, uncut <laughs> horse running around in the field with all your... Oh Can I just God. say Tammy's southern accent was terrific, though. I, gotta I tell love her. her. Yeah, she's good. I do. She's from Kansas. This it might Debbie be real. This is Florida with a bad ad from my local Craigslist. 
Goats and horses, $2,500. Four adult milk goats, four females, four American paints, two mare, two stallions, one is a leopard app. I'm lost on the math on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of lost too. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Debbie, that's good. <laughs> I love I'm her timing, too. She gave just enough of a pause there to make it comedic. Good job, <laughs> Debbie. This is Diane from Ontario, and I'm submitting a really bad ad. Hi, Diane. Here it goes. Dead, broke, quarter horse, $1,500. Oh, I'm going to have to do an accent because this is from Tennessee. Oh. Oh, a 14-year-old yeah. quarter horse mare. She's the sweetest thing ever. She'd make a great trail horse. She loads easy and don't mind the farrier. She was originally a horse for a man's grandkids and still is calm enough for that. She will lop, trot, gallop when asked. She will only get past a trot if she knows you can. So she's husband and kids safe, LOL. She's bulletproof and don't spook at all. She never bucks, kicks, or anything. She's about 15 hands and easy to saddle and will ride in any bit. She's very smart, knows how to side pass, and has a lot of buttons. She will get down if you ask her to. Price is not firm, will negotiate. Need gone quick. I'm also open to trade. I would like a gelded or a filly around two to three green or lead broke that will make 15 to 16 hands. I would also trade for a young pattern barrel horse around 16 hands, 1500 or a best offer. Call me for details. Is this lady wow. bored with the perfect horse and wants to get a nutso? What's, what's that? No, it's called lying. <laughs> She's lying. God. I want to I give up my perfect horse for a young I one. love the Canadian doing the Southern I know. <laughs> that's pretty good. I was, that's what got me. I love that they're trying it. I love that. Thank that's you, awesome. Diane. Uh, Lorene. Lorene's back. Hi. This is Lorene Barden. And I have um, a Craigslist really bad ad. And it's actually two ads, but you have to read them together. And um, they're very short. But you'll see, you'll see why you have to read them together. So the first ad says, horse for sale, $1,000, Hamilton. Brown horse, space, comma, space, girl, space, comma, space, around eight years old, space, comma, space. Good with people. If interested, please text or call me or my boyfriend, Brandon. Oh, God. And then if you're on Craigslist and you go down a few lines, you see this ad. And this ad says, for sale, horses, prices vary, $1,500, Hamilton. Hi, my name is Brandon. Have, have, very, V-A-R-Y, friendly horse for sale. If you look for a good horse, contact me, call me, don't email, only if 100% looking, 1500 just the highest price I have. Way cheaper ones. Call me for a question or text. You, Y-I-U. Have two weeks. Don't like the horse. Money back or I find a different one for you. Thank you. And those are the two ads. <laughs> Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Lorene, <laughs> that was very observant to pick those two out. <laughs> That's great.
And d- notice, I don't think I heard him say anything about his girlfriend. No, no, he didn't mention but her. But she at the sure end. mentioned the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, so. she did. Not a dealer at all. They're not horse dealers at all. Those no. Two. No, no. Um, Coach Jen did this one. Really bad ad from eBay. 1990 Morton and Davis 4900 six horse van project. 1990 International 4900 with a Morton and Davis box. The box is a six plus one, so it can be configured multiple ways, including box stalls. Easy to configure. One person can do it easily. Good paint, no rust. All tires in good nick. Upholstery is a little rough, but not so bad that you'd be embarrassed to have your grandma ride with you. The horses really like it. This van has 120,000 original miles on the odometer, at least half of which were on backcountry roads with a lot of stopping, starting, shifting, and generally putting wear and tear on the old gal. Now, here's the project part. You're buying a van in very good shape. It's nearly new. I say nearly because I have not yet replaced all of the working parts, just most of them. Here's a partial list. 7.6 liter diesel engine, brake lines. Spicer 6 plus 1 transmission, rear end with 4.10 gear ratio, all the brakes and pads, radiator and radiator hose, hydraulic brake lines. This last one, I highly recommend that you have checked regularly and replace at the first signs of wear. Trust me. You think you have the mechanical kahunas to take this baby on and a driveway without low-hanging peril lines and a gate over 10 feet wide. Give me a holler. (laughs) <laughs> why Why do you keep fixing a 1990 horse van? Can you imagine I, I, what this I, thing looks like? It's huge. These things are huge. <laughs> I drove a horse van for a while, and I I think I just left it somewhere. I was like, I don't, I can't even deal with oh, this. Oh, and anymore. the ramps are so steep to get the horses That's, in. Oh, and so heavy. Steep. I would take three people to get that dang ramp out. Yep. There's yeah. nothing delicate about horse vans. No. Uh, not the old ones, anyway. All right, Nikki sent this one in. Hi, everyone. It's Nikki Lambert with a really bad ad. Hi, I Nikki. found on Facebook recently. It goes, due to no fault of her own, period, open to all reasonable offer. That mare needs to continue his training, and I'm not riding anymore, so that's why I'm open to all reasonable offer, but PLS, hold back from making ridiculous offers. PLS, note, then no lease, comma, no payment pl- payments plan, comma, no trades, comma, no bitcoins or any other cryptocurrency, comma, <laughs> no inheritance, comma, no couponing, comma, no life insurance policies or whatever other types of payments besides real money, period. Then on caps, 2016 Holsteiner Mayor, super prospect for your consideration. For all who think there must be something wrong with that mare to be valued so low, comma, there isn't. And that's really due to personal reasons. Juliana FMB, Holsteiner, period. Bay Philly, comma, STEM 162, born June 2016, she matured to 216 HH3. And it goes on about her lineage. Uh, and it goes <laughs> lightly under saddle by professional walk trot canner, showing great disposition for dressage and hunter jumper with great mind, comma, good confirmation, comma, powerful athletic uphill movements at all three gates, comma, easy to handle, comma, loads into the trail like a pro and calm with other horses, period. Julia has been free jumped lightly and, comma, despite her limited training, comma, she has this demonstrated eagerness to get to the jumps, comma, a good technique and bastial and impressive scope, period. First free jump, she was two wide half and was her first try 
ever, comma, the following, F-A-L-L-O-W-I-N-G, was this month in July, and she was just turning three year old. Um, and it goes on about other stuff, and it says, PME for more info, and PLS, share or tag people who might be interested, comma, thanks, exclamation mark. I think the funny thing is, is she talks about no payment plans and whatnot, but you never know how much this horse is actually valued at in the ad. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I lost her at about uh, 50 what? seconds in. I have no idea. What's all the money? Was that you? Was that her? <laughs> I don't know. What what do you mean? Oh, that wasn't money. That was her dog shaking. Oh my god. <laughs> it sounded like coins falling no, out of the That her was purse her dog money. shaking. Oh my god. <laughs> and she had gotten I... all the way into that. She wasn't gonna start over again. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Gosh, that was her energy. I wish I, I could bottle it. I know. Nikki's always like that, too. <laughs> All right, Gar, this last one. Uh, I don't know who did it. Hey, guys, this is Chelsea from Virginia again with a really bad ad. This time it's not for a horse specifically, but it is sort of an accessory for your horse, I guess you could say. It says, and it has a really cute picture. Livestock Guardian Emu, $300 in Shady Spring. Yes. 23-month-old emu for rehoming. $300 fee applies. Has been kept with all farm animals, including cows, horse, donkey, emu, goats, rabbit, ducks, turkey, chickens, guineas, cats, and dogs. Very little rodent problem when he's around. Coyotes stay away. Rehoming fee is firm. Text or call if interested. I guess if you need something for your horse for Christmas, this guardian emu is just the thing. <laughs> you hear about guardian donkeys. You don't hear about guardian emus too often. That, I, that <laughs> might be a first in all the years. You know, you haven't tried an show. emu. Maybe that'll be your next one. If I could get an emu just to keep Zeus in his pasture. <laughs> maybe that's it. You need a guardian for Zeus. I love that. A guardian emu, emu for Zeus. Maybe he just needs a friend. He'd murder that thing. <laughs> All right, we have to pick a winner. And they're going to win a box of crap from my closet. And I kept getting more and more crap from people sending it to us from Wisa. So this is going to be a really good box of crap. So let us pick a number between one on my spreadsheet and 207. So, Jamie, a number between one and 207. Oh, my gosh, 99. 99, 99, 99. Diane Brooks who I think did one of the ads today. So Diane Brooks is a winner, and I think she sends them in regularly. So congratulations to Diane. You're going to get a box of crap from my closet. You're welcome, Diane. I think that's our Canadian listener. Can you send it to Canada? Is she from Canada? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to find out about that. Diane, we might have to give her rain check. It cost me $100 to send it to Canada. She does come to the U.S. in the winter, I think. So maybe she's here. You'll uh, have I to get know. in touch with her. We'll get in touch with her and find out. Uh, the next uh, thing I just have to mention again is that uh, no live shows next week. We do have some new content coming to you. Stacy Westfall episode, driving show, all new, and some other shows next week. And all the regular shows on the network are be coming out. Uh, so auditors, stay tuned after this show for the post show. So what did we learn today? I'll start. I learned that your husband is on the verge of divorce. That's what I learned. He's just, he he says he loves you, but this horse thing's kind of getting under skin a little bit. When a man, when a horse guy says, and I wrote it down because I wanted him to, he didn't quote himself. Here's the actual question he asked me. (laughs) Okay. 
Do most horses get hurt all of the time? Uh, yes, is the answer. Yes. That's what I was hoping <laughs> yeah, you would tell him. A, yes. 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 It, it did, you, did you hear me telling him that Nigel's uh, injured too? I did not hear. I did yeah. not hear your half of it, so I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, that. Nigel uh, came up lame yesterday too. She's been worrying about that. And of course, we're going away, so now the babysitter has to take care of the lame horse and put DMSO on twice a day, which is everybody's favorite thing to do. So there Ugh. you go. <laughs> Cabbage yeah, mask for them. I, I learned about the horses in Montana. That was really interesting. Was I learned that Jennifer Gates is in medical school, which is super impressive. Um, and uh, yeah, I pretty much learned that our listeners do really a lot better job on really bad ass than we do. do. <laughs> so I prefer them to keep doing that. They do. What'd you learn? Uh, I, I learned that Chad, uh, oh, I learned yeah. about, all about Chad and your current relationship because I only get half the story. And a lot of that half is before the show starts uh, from you. And now I got to hear. Which is why you should be an auditor. Part, so you can hear part of the, the other. nonsense that I spew before and after the I show. I also which, realized way, that Chad really doesn't care about the new house as much as you don't care about the new house. Yeah, we're both kind of the same. <laughs> Most of the time, husband and wives are fighting over what goes into the new house. You guys are both gone. You decide. I don't care. Yeah, you take this. <laughs> so one. nothing's getting done because one. nobody will decide. Do you know what we found out? We actually have been buying, trying to buy furniture and yeah. get everything ready. And their builder yesterday were like, so by the way, what is the move-in date? And he's like, eh, mid-May. That's, what? That's what the builder said? Yes. Oh I thought it was God. March. Why is it not now? I thought it was I'll March. Sleep in sawdust. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we did. did I convince you to buy all recliners for the living room? By the way, no, oh, because yeah. that's nonsense, <laughs> nonsense. But I did get a really awesome couch. So you need a recliner. You need a recliner. They're great to the, sleep. The on. couch has buttons on it. No, I'm, I'm trying. Oh, good. As long as you have a recliner, I don't care because you know. Uh, I got what called. Dad's getting like, tired of you. You might dub be sleeping it a there. smart couch. There's USB ports in the couch. Oh, is it remote controlled too? You can put the recliner back from your phone. Ooh, I don't know about that. That's <laughs> something I'll read up in the. How lazy are you? Where you are so lazy, you can't reach your hand. Maybe down it's to the voice side controlled. Recliner, recline. Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, recline my recliner. Oh, and we just set off every Alexa that's listening. Sorry about that. All right, Alexa, that's it for today. Make a fart noise. <laughs> that's it. We're out of here. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you again in a week when we're back from the Horse oh, Lovers oh, Cruise. You have, have a post-show nonsense that I have to do. Yeah, we'll do that right after this. You gonna say it? Bay neuter geld. Okay. Jeez. I'm so I'm reading this article about this stupid thing I'm gonna talk about, and it just makes me mad. Okay, live feed is out. God, yeah. it's gonna be an editing nightmare. That whole thing. Oh my god. Yeah, you're uh, yeah. I'm glad I called him back. We had much better connection after I called him back. It was perfect right after. Yeah, so I should have done that at the beginning. Note, yeah. yeah, I should have done that earlier. I can edit parts of the crap out, but he was good. I didn't want to lose him. <clears throat> anyway, and the auditors did a good job, auditors, reading ads. Well done. Accents and all. Yeah. So, what I you got? I have article, but I need to pee. Just, all right. Can you edit? Yeah, too? we can. Hold you, on. you can go ahead. Give me a minute. So while she's doing that, I will entertain you all by saying that we have an announcement over on the Eventing Radio Show. 
<clears throat> if you listen to the eventing radio show, the Eventer Riders Association uh, decided that they do not want to keep uh, the show up. They uh, have other priorities that they wanted to do for this year. After, I think, five or six years, they've been running that show. So we will have some new hosts coming to the eventing radio show. Uh, John or Jonathan. Hold on. I'm just... Uh, I'm still getting over my cold. Jonathan Holling and Rick Wallace, Elisa Wallace's dad, are going to be taking over the hosting for the eventing radio show, the John and Rick show. So they signed a contract the other day, and it's official. Starting in February, we'll have new hosts. And we really appreciate what all of the four old hosts did for all of those years. They were terrific. And uh, now we'll we'll have some new blood in there, and it's going to be owned by the John and Rick show. Uh, We'll be producing it as normal. But yeah, so that's the exciting news coming out of the eventing radio show. Wanted to let the auditors know that first. They just signed the agreement this week. I was just explaining to everybody that John and Rick are taking over the eventing radio show. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, and they uh, signed the agreement this week, so it's official to start in February. That's fantastic. All right, so take a deep breath before you do this. Cleanse yourself. Cleanse. Cleanse. Okay, Okay, now you cleansed. Ready? Okay. Do I need to have the mute button ready in case? You don't censor me. It's been, <laughs> it's been said. You're not allowed to censor me. I'm. I just. I want you to listen to this. Hold on. I've got to find the message. Was this a Facebook it. thing again? This was a Facebook thing that somebody. Oh, my friend Larissa saw it and sent it to me, knowing how much I would enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Um. Sorry, give me a second. I'm trying to find For some reason, it went out to the article. And I want you to pay attention, Glenn. I don't want you scrolling around. I want, I'm going to read this to you. This is a horse trainer. Um, and he does Are you insinuating fear. that I normally don't pay attention to you? You never pay attention. I want you to stop scrolling. <laughs> okay. Put I, your I'm, hands in your lap. All right, I, my, I have my hands folded, okay? I am this giving is, you my undivided attention. Okay. Fear Free Horse Training by Neil Davies. Okay. I'm just going to read from the article that he's written. Lots of trainers use a 40-foot round yard for all their horse training. The main idea seems to be for the trainer to chase the horse around the fence until it is exhausted. In a round yard... Well, I will give him that. I've seen a lot of people do that. In a round yard, every horse's natural reaction is to run around the fence when he's chased. And while it may appear that the horse is being taught to move in a circle, the plain fact is that he's just running around the fence. I always work in a square yard when I start horses under saddle, and I never, ever use a round yard. He goes on, it needs to be a 20 by 20 square pen. Um, I believe round pins of any size are unsuitable, and this is why. In all training situations, the first and important thing is to go to every horse and show him that you're not going to hurt him. And a frightened horse must never be chased because chasing him will frighten him even more. When a previously unhandled horse is roped in a round yard, he'll be frightened by the rope, and he will run faster and faster. And when this happens... There is no way of stopping the horse other than by jerking on the rope or running him to the point of exhaustion. In a square yard, however, a frightened horse will stop in a corner. Okay, this is the part I want you to really think about. Okay. There's other things to address, but this is his advice. 
In a square yard, a frightened horse will stop in a corner. You can then go to the horse and show him that you're not going to hurt him. Or you can then rope him and show him what you want. <laughs> can we back up? Let's back. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, hold on. Does any of that stand out to you? Well, I've, you know, um, well, roping him, obviously, but... Uh, if a horse stops in the corner, Glenn, and is afraid he and stops cornered. in a corner, <laughs> what feels... part of the horse is facing yeah, you? Yeah, I thought about that. I thought about the kicking parts facing you. Yeah, that's right. You, you tell me that I'm supposed to... This is a guy who's selling this product, okay? A 20 by 20 pen. Oh, it, oh he sells the pens? Oh, everything. I'm sure oh. everything is involved. But he sells books. Um, do you tell me that I need to walk up to a frightened horse with a rope in a 20 by 20 pen with the horse's ass to me? Yep. While the nose is in the corner? And you're telling people to do it? Hello, you're going to get tattooed in the face. Number one. Number two, horses, if you're doing it right... A horse does not run to the point of exhaustion. That is not at all what horses do in a round pen. And the other thing is you can stop them just by stepping in front of them. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Why are you behind I have never seen them? Monty chase a horse around a round pen to a point of exhaustion. No. no. there's. It's just the opposite, actually. <laughs> three quarters of a mile, the flight distance of the horse. They will run three quarters of a mile, and then, or I'm sorry, uh, three eighths to, to uh, it's like less than half a mile they will run before, in the wild, before they stop and they start to address what is the item that is scary because they don't want to get lost, hurt, frightened, whatever. So they don't just run till they're exhausted unless you're chasing them till they're exhausted. But nobody who's any horse savvy person does not do that that no this guy is like uh, you can't stop them they'll just run till they're exhausted step in front of them they'll turn the other way then step in front of them again they'll stop every time they stop they just stop naturally they have to stop their feet to do an outside turn it's insane and this guy is telling people to get on a get a wild horse put it in basically a double stall and while it's frightened in the corner walk up to it I never thought about it, but I, 20, 20 by 20 is a double stall. It's like a double, less mm. than a double stall. 20 by 20, and when it's frightened, just get in there and walk up to it while its head is in the corner. This guy is a complete idiot. I can't, uh, you know what? I sent this to, um because he's in Wales right now. And so I sent this to my friend in Wales, and I was like, uh, Joe, what is up with this guy in Wales? And she wrote, sounds Aussie. And stupid. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. I'm like dumber for. This and goes this against all your Monty Roberts training. Pretty much all of it. It, it goes against horse training, Glenn. Yeah, he you goes, know what? Even when goes, you go to road to the horse, they're not using square uh, round pens. No, he no. said in a square yard, any horse can be stopped in the corner and then you can approach him. No, you can't. Well, um, and the other it, thing, too, horses, is if you're. It says, horses. If you're doing join up, you're waiting for them to approach you. It's not the other way around. You just stop. Yes. You don't run like that. It's, um, it says that you can't, you, in a round pin, a horse can't keep running around and around the fence until there's nothing you can do about it. If you're chasing yeah. it, otherwise they're just going to stop. 
They will just stop. Stop chasing us. <laughs> he will keep running around the fence and there's nothing you can do about it. You can't chase a horse relentlessly in a square yard because he'll stop in the corner. And therefore, you won't be tempted to use fear or fatigue as one of your training tools. Nobody does that. You told me to bring you something to talk about <laughs> after the show that we would not talk about on the show. And I cannot believe that this person is a published author. I guess people will. I, and like the comments underneath are, uh, on this Facebook post are like, well, that's really in, that's really impressive. Well, no, you're going to get yourself killed. You're mm -hmm. going to kill people. People are going to die. Walk up to a horse that's frightened with its nose in the corner. I won't approach a horse in a stall unless I get him to turn and face. Oh, me. I don't either. Hey, turn yeah. around. Yeah, I don't I'm not either. walking up to your butt. And imagine a I don't trust my horse. pony that much. No. <laughs> imagine a frightened horse in a corner of a stall, and you're like, mm, let's take the rope up to it. Sorry, <laughs> people are idiots. This guy's an idiot. Neil Davies, fear-free horse training. What a nightmare. And again, somebody sent me this because they knew I would have this reaction. <laughs> It. You okay now? You're cleansed. Yeah, you told me. You told me this is. <laughs> so you told me to bring some to talk about. I brought some to talk about. <laughs> I'm glad you got it out. You were dying to get this out for about a week now. Yeah, I've been sitting on this one for a while. <laughs> oh well, that's it. Uh, see, that's the kind of quality entertainment we're going to bring you after the show. Show. You should see the picture. By the way, the picture <laughs> of this guy on the horse in the square pen. There's. They've got some round bells set up for seating or square, some straw bells set up for seating. There's four people watching this guy. There's a cameraman and he is sitting on a horse bareback with no helmet in a square pen while he's quote breaking it. Oh my God. Oh my God. This guy's so stupid. <laughs> You're going to die. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us, auditors. And uh, we hope that you're going to enjoy the new way we're doing the show and getting some extra content <gasps> He's for got you. a podcast! <laughs> of course he does. Everybody right, has a podcast. Ideas gathered from 50 years of experience in a 90 minutes tell-all interview podcast. You've been, not, you've been training for 50 years and all you can get is 90 minutes. Oh, my God. So he's on somebody's podcast. Yeah, wow. that's probably what it is. So uh, really we will uh, write that name down and be sure not to invite him. Um. Oh, bring him. I would love to talk to him. <laughs> well, Davies, fear-free horse training. By the way, that's not fear-free is when you approach a horse that's asked to you with a rope. <laughs> and let's try and end the show again. So thank you all. We're, I'm going on a cruise. I'm cleansing myself by <laughs> going on a boat help. and enjoying a lot of uh, uh, yummy food. You so, know what? If this is going to be your reaction to me bringing topics <laughs> no, I, that are I think so it's great. spicy, I'm just ready to go I'm on a. I'm just ready to go on a cruise. <laughs> I'm ready to get out of here. All right, bye. <laughs> we'll see y'all. Hey, I always. How do I end it? Don't any music. We need to like have a second. You I think you should something? sing us out every day. I'll She's, sing something okay, at you, the end. You, you sing us out every day. I'd a little never... more Dolly, but let's throw some Dolly in with Whitney. And I will always love you. I will always. And there she went. <laughs>